Welcome to Bishop Blessing Lebebe's podcast, the pod all about the Word of God, which brings change and transformation in our lives. If you are at home, get your pen and paper. If you are at work, get your headphones. If you're driving, then turn the volume up and get ready to be enlightened. We have just Help one word for you. In the issues of being disloyal, may the Lord help us in the issues of disloyalty. And yesterday we spoke about the issues of disloyalty and loyalty. And we explained that if your heart is not here, it is useless for your body to be here. It, it, this place has no value for you at all if your heart has left. Um, Study has like to say women leave relationships before the day they say it is done. And we see the same with believers. That a person decided a year ago that my heart is no longer here. And then they are just coming. I don't know what to verify what or to make sure of what. And the truth of the matter is you're hurting yourself more then you are hurting the church itself. You need to be loyal to the call. You need to be loyal to what is being done here. You are loyal to the principles. You are loyal to the teachings. You are also loyal to the father of the house. You know, um, that when people speak foul, you are able to reprimand immediately. That when people are saying foul things about the church, you are able to immediately say, I don't stand for that. The book of Jeremiah 17 and verse 9, it says, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? You see, our hearts are ours. Your heart is your heart. It belongs to you. It's yours. Yeah. But the Bible says, whoever is on the screen is not helping me. Can somebody swap? And yeah, it's not working properly. Thank you. The heart is deceitful and above all things is beyond and beyond cure. So the deceitfulness of the heart is beyond cure. Yeah. We can't take you to a doctor for the deceitfulness of your heart. There is no cure for your heart's deceitfulness. It is deceitful beyond cure. And then it says, who can understand it? You yourself don't understand your heart. You yourself don't get your heart. Because... Even Paul says that the things I want to do, I do not do. But the things I hate, I find myself doing. It goes to show how deceitful your heart is. Because it even goes beyond your own desires. It goes beyond your own yearnings. It goes, yes, you can smile with me and hate me at the same time. Yes, you can sing hallelujah. Dance with us, shout with us, walk with us, all night prayer with us, prayer walks with us, rain, storm.
homes, showers, give money for everything that we are giving but your heart. Your presence is not a sign that your heart is with us. Your giving is not a sign that really, really, really. Oh, increase Yes, the Bible says your heart is deceitful beyond all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? You don't understand your own heart. Yes. So we want to pray. Hey, that Father, I don't understand your heart, my heart. But the word of God says in the book of Hebrews. Let me show you the power of God. Ooh. Hebrews 4 and 2. It says, For the word of God is active and alive, alive and active, sharper than any double edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing of soul and spirit, joint and marrow. It judges even the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. So, the only cure for your disloyalty is the word of God. The only cure for your deceitful heart is the word of God. Because it is only the word of God that is able to penetrate even through the thoughts of and attitudes of your heart. Because your heart is deceitful, Mzalad. Yes, how can a woman who has a child with a man? I say this all the time. People cannot have a child together while hating each other. Yeah, no, now I'm not talking about extreme issues. Let's talk about normal life. Who will sleep with someone they hate? But the deceitfulness of the heart is that you once loved this person, but three years later, you hate this person more than anything on earth. You have a child with them. You hate even the fact that you have a child with that individual. But there's a time in your life that they were the most important person in your life. What is this heart? Is this? So we want to pray that Father help us in our disloyalty. Let your word penetrate. Let the 
power of your word fall in our hearts. The Bible says he took a heart of stone and put in a heart of flesh. Because many of us, we are so angry and stubborn that our hearts have become stone. That nothing lands, nothing comes in. We preach messages that deserve offerings, but your heart of stone does not capture anything. Ah, Jesus. Yes. So I want to pray. Father, help us in the issues of our disloyalty. You know where you are disloyal. You know it. You know where the deceitfulness of your heart is. So let us pray that, Father, my heart is deceitful. I know. But let your word penetrate. Let your word penetrate even through the attitude of my heart. The thoughts of my heart. Let your word change me. Yeah, if outside of the word of God, there's nothing that will transform you. Oh, the bishop when he was preaching this morning, I'm fighting with Minister Jason, or we are trying to understand. There's a prayer point at the end. I think it says the word of God. They wrote the work of God, but anyway. But when the bishop was speaking in the morning, he said there is praying without reading the word is dangerous. Because it is as good as doing a chant without knowing what is in this chant. Because you are empty. You are empty. So you are busy. You don't know what you are saying. You are saying I'm speaking in the spirit. The spirit of what? The spirit of who? The spirit that you know how. Because you are not interested. Your reading of the word shows your interest in God. We are excited that we are shabarandering. We are excited that we are ribashakaring, but there is no fullness of the word in us. Oh. We don't know how to take time. And your reading of the word shows your interest in God. Yes. Yes. If you are interested in someone or something, you study it. You study them. You get to know them. What they like. How they walk. How they dress. What pleases them. What excites them. What, what is it that they want. So if you love the Lord the way you claim to love the, word, the Lord, you would be reading the word of God to understand who this God is. What this God wants. How this God wants me to live. Yes. Yes. Worshipping team is not liking me very much. I am seeing their faces are changing. Yes, Viso. If you don't read the word and you are praying in tongues, you are a danger. You are a dangerous. Yes. Tanangoma. That's what the bishop said. He said exactly that. Oh, maybe you're not in prayer in the morning. 
you are chanting but you don't know what this chant is and when spirits come your way and you are fighting with things at night and you are not sleeping you are wondering why Because you are chanting and chanting and chanting. You were chanting and chanting and chanting for the rest of eternity. Yes. Because you can't pray in the spirit of a God you don't know. You don't know him. Tongues are a gift. They are gifts. A gift will work even outside of the presence of God. You know, you can all leave and I can remain with Christine. I'll be fine. <laughs> Honestly, she will pipe uh, me up, hump me up until the end. Let's pray. Let's pray. Time is gone. We are praying that Father, help us in the issues of our disloyalties. Our hearts, our hearts, our hearts are deceitful. But we pray that let your word penetrate in our hearts. And we become loyal. You know your disloyal areas. Pray to God to help you. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The word says, oh Father, you turned the heart of stone and put in a heart of flesh. Father God, we are praying for this today. In the name of Jesus Christ, your word says, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Father God, we are praying in the name of Jesus Christ that our hearts, O Lord, are deceitful as we are coming to a point of disloyalty, even in the work of our ministry. We are praying, O Lord, in the name of Jesus that every area of disloyalty that is displayed in us, O Lord, right now we are praying that transform our hearts, change our hearts, change our hearts, restore, restore the heart of flesh in us, O Lord, restore the heart of flesh in us, O Lord, O Takola, Mantabute, Lopralele, Libraloka, Toshikata, Lobicaloniale, Lubashima Kopeye,
not exciting to be in the presence of the Lord. You know. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's an exciting spirit that is falling upon us. That even in rebuke, we're still excited. Even in rebuke, we're still in joy. Our second prayer point, we pray against our unstable mannerisms, bad habits, and behaviors. Who writes, who writes notes during prayer in the morning? Is it just you? People, you must write notes during prayer. Remember, prayer is the one thing in the morning where we don't have recordings. So make it a point that you write notes. You, will not, you won't remember everything the bishop said. And for your own transformation, it's key that you write notes. Keep the notes. Go back to them. So that you understand. Amen. The book of Psalms chapter 1. Verse 1 and verse 2. Blessed is the one who does not walk. In step with the wicked. Or stand in the way that sinners take. Or sit in the company of mockers. But whose delight is in the law of God, and who meditates on his law day and night. We are praying against our unstable mannerisms, bad behaviors, and habits. Just pray and move. <laughs> just pray and move. You don't have time. I want to highlight something. You see, when we speak of the deceitfulness of the heart. Many of us have died to realizing or seeing how deceitful or how dead our hearts have become. That even certain things, when we do them, we don't see that we do them. You have a bad attitude. You're not nice. You are just you are just a not nice person. You don't smile with anyone. You don't talk to anyone. You are just a thorn. And you don't see that you are a thorn. You have just become an ugly person. Your attitude, nobody can stand you. There's, there's a lady at work. I, 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 I don't forget this for anything. And we're talking about God. And I think I was trying to bring salvation to her. And she said, Do you know, 
And I said, hmm, are, are you preaching God? And I said, yes. And she pointed me to a certain lady who is ugly. She has a very bad attitude. She shouts at people. She doesn't treat people well. But she calls herself born again. So this lady points me at this lady. And if you are preaching Jesus, and this is the Jesus that that lady has, I'd rather not have Jesus. I said, and I had no words. Because I know that lady. I know how she treats this very lady that I'm talking to. And she said, I don't hate church. I don't hate Christ. But the example of Christ that I'm seeing is an example that I'm not liking. What am I saying? What am I saying? Our bad mannerisms, behaviors, and habits are moving people away from Christ. Uh, The way we are acting, people are saying, I'd rather not go to this Christ. If the Christ they are preaching is the Christ that does not greet people, is the Christ that is angry at everyone, is the Christ that speaks foul to people, is the Christ. Bible says Christ looked at the people and had pity on them. You see, we are title-ish. We are title believers. I want to finish destiny training so that I can have the certificate. I want to finish life class so that I can have the certificate. I want to finish this, that, and the other so that I can be a cell leader, so that I can be a minister, so that I can have the cross and be like those who are wearing the crosses. The thing is, the work is it's better to have works than the position. I'd rather it's okay if you call me nothing. It's okay if I am not a pastor. It's okay if I am not anything. But for as long as people will love and receive Christ in my existence, for as long as the way I act, the way I behave, the way I come out is a way that is a resemblance of Christ, the title does not matter. Humility in salvation has died. Bazalwani are no longer humble anymore. Yes. We have become too holy to love. We have become too holy to come down to people. Ooh. Yes. That's why we, we classify people and say, Luna Bali Nwambiala. Luna Balijolang. Luna. Yeah, you forget that you were once in a deep muddy clay. And the Lord came and picked you up when you were nothing. And he made you a something. Yeah, we have become so holy that our past is now a, a blur to us. That it does not exist. 
That is as though you, you, you were born pure. You lived pure all your life. That there is nothing of you that relates with sin. That even the sin that you committed this morning, you don't associate yourself with it anymore because you are What am I saying? It's so holy that you don't even see when you see. So, you know, when the bishop was speaking, he said, we sin and we say even God will understand because it is just for a relief. That, that, whew, our holiness is getting us to a point where we're saying God understands that sometimes even a holy man has to be unholy for just a little minute and he will come back to his holy nature. Ah. Our delight is no longer in the law of the Lord. We don't meditate on it day and night. Our delight is how we look. Our delight is how we appear. Our delight is how are people perceiving me. Our delight is how am I be showing my stature as a pastor. How am I showing my stature as a bishop's wife. How am I showing my stature as a leader. Sorry. Oh, it's not me. We are praying. Father, pray against every unstable mannerism. Yes. The things we choose to do bring an instability in our salvation. Bring an instability in our in our Christianity. Because ooh, you are Christian at church. You are saved here. But when you get home, your name and your title, you, you are no longer holy faith. Yes. Oh, it, not even when you get home, when you press your phone, your holiness dies. Yes. If, if we could go to your titles, what you call yourselves on your social media. You see your holiness. We will get to see how holy you are. Yeah. Bits of something, lava, what? Okay. All right. Maybe you might have used your name. Let's go to your profile. How did you describe yourself?
fighting Bazalan. It's not a war, Bazalane. Me. It's not me. It's not me. Just see Jesus and the Spirit of the Lord. Forget about me, oh. <laughs> Don't attack me after this. So I'm just to pray for unstable mannerisms. You see, the issue of bipolar, schizophrenia, and all this mental ailment. They show just how unstable we, have, we are. And because of the double standard lives we are living, they call for bipolar. Yeah, because I am living a, a double standard life, it calls for a bipolar. It calls for a schizophrenia. Because I'm not living one life. I'm living too many lives for me, for a mere me to handle. You see, I am just a mere me. So a mere me is unable to handle multiple personalities. So in my double standard, triple standard, quadruplet standard lifestyle, I call for mental illness. It's not that things are difficult than homo. No, things are okay. You are able to bear the things that are happening at home. It is the quadruplet lifestyle that you have chosen to live. That is calling the depression. That is calling the schizophrenia. That is calling the bipolar. You're in, because having multiple personalities is a clear instability. That on Monday, at this place, I have to be this. At that place, I have to be that. When I move from here, I have to be something else. See? Yes. The same as loving, you're saying I'm loving a church, but when I get home, I don't love you so much. Yeah. If, if when I get home, I am a, a what? A monster. I am a wolf. I am a dragon. I am a beast at home. And now, when I get to church, I'm smiling with everybody. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. The children of the Lord. And my husband sees a wolf and a beast and a dragon and a shark. I, I will have mental disorder because there is too many personalities in me. I'm not one. I am many in one. Yes. When Jesus was casting out the demon, he asked him, who are you? The demon could not name itself. He said, we are a legion because we are many. Faith. Yeah. Me, I'm always thrown under the bus in this church. I'm seeing it. Is it? Yes. You will become unstable because you have multiple personalities and multiple lifestyles. You have, you have too many things. 
Yes. What do you meditate on? Give me the verse, woman of God. Give me the verse. Give me the verse. I don't want them to go home and say she was saying her own things and there was no verse. Psalm 1, verse 1 and 2. Blessed is the man who... Okay, I, she does not want to give it to me. I have my own devices. Blessed is the man. Amen. No, give me one again. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Who is your counsel? Nor standeth in the way of sinners. Who do you stand with? Nor seateth in the seat of the scornful. Who do you sit with? Move. But his delight. You see, now we have shown you what a blessed man does not do. Now, here is the blessing of the man. Oh, what, de- what delight the blessed man has. It says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And his Lord doth he meditate day and night. You see. You sit with the scornful. You walk with the sinners. You chill with the ungodly. But you want to say, I am a blessed man of God. I do the things of the Lord. But your company is of the ungodly. You are sitting with those who scorn the Lord. You are walking with sinners. The law of God is not even your delight because part of your complaint is the law of the Lord. Your hardest cry in life, your biggest pain in life is the law of God. your biggest cry in life is why am I going to church your biggest cry in life is why am I evangelizing your biggest cry in life is why am I offering your biggest cry in life is why do I have to listen to the preaching why do I have to be disciples why do I have to do all these things your delight is not in the law of the Lord Mercy, mercy, mercy. mercy. (sighs) The prayer point says, pray for more stability in our behavior and our thinking. And it takes off the same verse. And I just want you to go to verse 1. And it's going to sit nicely with us on verse 1. Let's take it on the NIV. We're going to pray for them both. So we have seen what makes us unstable. We are unstable because we have multiple lifestyles. We are unstable because the law of God is not our delight. Yes. If being here does not give you joy. If evangelizing does not give you joy. If reading the word does not give you joy. If prayer does not give you joy, if leading cells does not give you joy, you will not delight in the law of the Lord. 
Yes, because part of our meditation in the of our day and night meditation is our disciple work. Part of our day and night meditation is us hosting cells, is us checking on the people of God, is us going out and evangelizing. That is part of our meditation day and night. Yes, you can't bear to listen to one sermon that lasts an hour. In your own space. In your own corner. You can't bear. To listen to one sermon. That lasts one hour. Yes. You say I heard it on Sunday. Why must I hear it again? What difference will it make today? You can't bet to... You know Bishop Deck's books are the best books because they are 78 pages, 45 pages, 32 pages, 56, one hour you are done. You can't bear to read one psalm, Psalm 24, with seven verses. It's too hard. Blessed is the one, he says, the, the next prayer point he says, we must pray for stability. We must pray for what? The Bible says, blessed is the man who does not walk in the step with the wicked. Who do, where do you walk? Where do you walk? Who, who is your walking partner? You're hindering your your stability because of where you're walking. Yes. Now, it might not just be your physical one, two, three steps walk, but where are your eyes fixed? What are you watching? What wakes you up every morning? What drives you every morning? What is your passion in life? What is the one thing? Yeah. Michalim Damase does not know you. And it will happen. It might happen that she will never know you. Yeah. You can comment five million times on her post. Chrissy, the girl, they, they don't know you. Yes. It's, let me tell you, if you spend time listening to clips from other pastors and you fail to listen to a sermon here, you must know you won't make it. You know, number one, you can't relate really to what is happening in that church. It's not your church. You're not going through what they are going through. It goes on. Or stands in the way that sinners take. Where are you standing? Where, where, where is your root? Where is your foundation? What is your anchor? What is anchoring you? What is holding you? 
that my children can't hold me. My husband cannot be my anchor. Can we give me meds and wanna Jesus? Yes. My job cannot be my anchor. Yes. If if the world and its sinners, all they want is to have fleshy clothes. All they want is to live in a double-storied house. All they want is to drive big cars. And that is your same desire. And that is your same drive. There is no difference between you and sinners. Bishop Dag said this. What is, a, what, is your, what is the difference between you and the world? Because sinners wake up, take a bath, drink their coffee, and go to work. That's their lives. When I'm Zalwan, you wake up, take a bath, drink your coffee, and go to work. What is the difference between you and them? You can't even take five minutes to pray. The, the divider between you and them should be your spirituality. And your spirituality does not come, it does not come on Sunday. It does not come on church day. Yes, some of us, our spirituality's ignition comes on Sunday when you wake up and bath. And you remember that I'm Christian. And you remember that I'm saved. Yes. Forgive. It concludes by saying, or sits in the company of mockers. You see, many of us here are mockers. We don't just sit in the company of mockers. We are the mockers ourselves. Yes. Somebody likes saying God is not nice. Like saying God is not nice. Just when you think you have, God comes and he takes. Oh, go, <laughs> go on. Continue. Continue, continue. When you are supposed to give, you are saying, no, I am delighted in my giving, but God is not nice. I am delighted in loving the people of God, but but from the Mubalapis. in coming to church but the walk is too long I wish it was a bit closer yeah I delight in worshipping and leading praise and worship but standing up for the whole service is too much if only they would remove the standing up part I enjoy coming to church but the church lasts for too long. You are a mocker. Because you are standing against the things of God. Yes. I like the way the preacher preaches his messages. But if he could tone down his voice a little bit. He is too loud for my ears. 
Yeah, I like it. The messages are nice, but we are there for too long. Your stability isn't the company, it's where you stand. It's where you walk. It's in the company that you keep. Yes. You, you, can't, you can't be around sinners and be the only holy one. You are not Jesus. You are not Jesus. And you don't have the grace of Jesus. You will come back here drunk. And you will come back and say, I thought I was preaching Jesus. But all of a Sunday, alcohol entered my mouth. I don't know how. And let me tell you, some of you are sitting around sinners and you're saying, no, I'm still powerful. I've been with them for the past five years. I've been with them for the past three years. The de- let me tell you, the devil is a very patient man. You see, when the bishop was teaching about the issue of admiration, your, your, your steadfastness on wanting to hang around sinners is because you envy what the sinners are doing. The reason why you don't want to move and you keep saying, no, I'm preaching Jesus. No, I'm bringing Christ. No, I'm trying to help them. is because there is something that they are doing that you actually want to have. so your stability in God your stability in God who, who are you keeping next to you Christine who do you run to when things are not going well where, where, where are you anchored where do you stand where is your standpoint he says he Let's go to the next verse. He says, he delights, but his delight, his delight is in the law of God. Let me tell you, if your delight is in the law of God, certain things automatically, you remove them from your life. Bon, I am not a good wife because I'm a good wife. I'm not a good wife because I'm a good wife. I'm not a good wife because I went to a good school. I'm not a good wife because I was taught well at home. Oh yes, because if I were to follow certain things, I was going to be a very independent woman. I was going to do things my own way. I'm a good wife because there is the law of God that I have to meditate on day and night, 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 day and night. Part of the, part of the, the, the law is seek counsel. See what others are doing. Copy from them. Take it and paste it in your own home. Read the word. Read the books. Study the books. Ask. Yes. I'm not a good mother because I'm a good mother. Otherwise I would fail. 
I'm not a good employee because I'm a good employee. When I get to Zelsi, I do not take Jesus away. I carry him with me everywhere. I guess some of us, when we get to school, Christ does not matter anymore. Yes, go get your stability is in God it's in the law of the Lord that you meditate on day and night that you will find your stability that you will change in behavior that you will change in attitude that you will become a better person yes it is in the counsel that you find in the law of God that you will become he who God has destined you to be. Yeah, outside of counsel, that's why we're saying you can read the word for yourself, but if you don't fellowship, if you don't come back and ask, if you don't come back and seek counsel, the word of God will be like a magazine. I don't do much. Yes. The Bible says, I get literally, you shall lay hands and they will be healed. I can put hands on myself and I will be healed. Go on. Yes. The Bible says, when, when, when you come together as saints in fellowship, you are purified. So part of your cleansing as a child of God is found in this fellowship. It's found in the, in the company that you keep. The more you are with the people of God, the better a person you become. Teshar students, I was telling Omaha that you can stay with people in a residence. That does not mean you have to be them. That does not mean you have to join what they are doing. That does not mean you have to, to be a part of everything that they are doing. Huh. Even at work, you, our, our, our aim is to work together. If, if it has nothing to do with Chelsea, it's okay. It can be amen. Yes. I'm not a rude person. I'm a nice person. I will greet you. I will smile with you. We'll have a chat if the chat is necessary. That's... want to be social butterflies it will yield to nothing your stability is in the law of the Lord if you find delight you see it says his delight his delight his excitement his joy his happiness is found in the law of the Lord hey and that's another point altogether. Yeah, because some of us are forbearing the law of God. Some of us are tolerating the law of God. Some of us are hanging in the, the law of God. Yeah, we are surviving the law of God. It's not our delight. It's not our joy. It's not our excitement. Yes. 
I want us to pray for all these things as we close. It's going to be our last prayer. So we're praying against every unstable mannerism. We are praying for stable behaviors. And we're praying that may we be stable and founded in the work of God. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for your word that transforms your word that makes
Amen. If you may come quickly. Share with others. Share the pod on social media and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest news, you can follow Bishop Blessing Libebe on Instagram at blessing.patuchezo and Facebook at Patuchezo Blessing Libebe. You can also follow Dwellers the Courtridge on Instagram at dwellers.insta, on Twitter at dwellers.tc, and on YouTube and Facebook as Dwellers the Court. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.